0: Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. I see. I see. pound. pound.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the... Why did I write this? I'm full of regret. We're going to put the he in grieving. (laughs) Full of regret. My name's Summer Yeager. Uh (laughs) I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy, and... um, for they us, can't all be winners. They
0: can't all be winners. They can't all
1: be. <laughs> some of them have to be really bad. Yeah. But that's okay. Almost, enough... desperate. <laughs> Almost
0: desperate. Almost <laughs> desperate.
1: So tired. So for us, for you and I, it's the day after Thanksgiving. For no one else it is. But for us it is. Yeah. And um, I had some, some wins yesterday that are worth... Sharing that could oh, good, maybe apply to your Christmas season. But what okay. I was about to tell you was that so we overcame some real trauma yesterday, which was that for whatever reason, starting in 2020, every single year that it has been dinner time, the turkey has not been cooked like, not. I don't mean like, oh, it could use another 30 minutes in the oven. I mean, half the bird is still raw. And so like in 2020, we, ha- we brought our friends over, friends that you had Thanksgiving dinner with yesterday. So, okay. Yep. <laughs> all right. This is what? You're not even in the same state. Anyway, we had them over. We ended up eating turkey outside by candlelight because the sun had set so long before and like the scary part was was that we weren't even we couldn't even see our food really because we're like sitting by candlelight and we're like is it cooked I hope so So then in 2021, we were like, we're going to overcome this. Like, we're not going to redo last year. We're going to buy like a separate turkey roaster, like just for the turkey. Mm -hmm. So no one's in and out of the oven. This thing isn't going to get touched. Like it's going to be done. So it's 430 o'clock. It's time to check the turkey. It is not even close to being done. It has been in the roaster since like seven thirty in the morning. I don't know if the roaster was just like a cheap one or it was haunted, haunted or yeah, <laughs> it was also traumatized. okay. So then last year, <laughs> we had a newborn, and I actually can't tell you what happened because I was just trying to survive and make some mac and cheese and some green bean casserole for everybody and it's time to check the turkey and like my husband's literally slicing off pieces of turkey from an uncooked bird and like frying them in a pan or something like trying to serve people something okay so we were and determined... this is after
0: okay just to clarify this is after hours of cooking
1: oh this like, is after we're d- eight hours we're defying
0: we're defying
1: It doesn't make any sense like
0: scientific
1: sense. We have (laughs) we have we've read, we've checked, we've temped, we've followed the guidelines, we have we have done everything that can be done. And it's like, what is happening? It doesn't make any sense. And so my husband had some takeaways from last year. And he was like, Okay, going into next year, like we're gonna overcome this. Yeah. And my dad even bought and shipped us a smoker right (laughs) like a full-on smoker to put on our back patio and so we're like we're buying two birds one's going in the smoker one's going in the oven my husband was like i'm doing this i'm doing this we start the defrost process like we're on it we're like way ahead Mm -hmm. of time like we are okay so you know but we're like we're gonna be at peace with whatever happens like whatever is going on here like we're just it's gonna be fine and I have to tell you that at 2 p.m yesterday we had two fully cooked birds mm -hmm.
0: you guys did such a great job
1: they were on (laughs) it both of them Eric and I were like we were laughing like something we were we weren't laughing we were cackling maniacally in the kitchen you broke the curse we broke broke the the curse. curse the turkeys two turkeys were done um everything else just went off without a hitch um and it was delicious but it was just like how how did that happen we still don't we still can't describe exactly what happened but we have a ton of leftover smoked turkey and we're super excited about it so
0: that is per that's perfect. That is a perfect Thanksgiving story. It's was, it was wonderful. I mean, and smoked turkey. I was just telling you, we also had smoked turkey. So and good. It's the new thing. It's I mean, it's not new. <laughs> it's a very old method.
1: <laughs> it's a very old thing. <laughs> Ancient even, one might uh, yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Like one of the oldest. <laughs> but for us very new (laughs) we grew up with microwaves and guess what we do not recommend microwaving a turkey for Thanksgiving I also did something yesterday that um I will share with everybody which is um I made sausage balls
0: you have a recipe
1: and I have a recipe yeah girl thank you for saving me Joy has a block. She has a sausage ball recipe. No block. It can't I be can't done. think
0: about it. I can't think about it. So I confessed last episode, I think, that I thought about it one time and then forgot about it. I have not even thought about it since I turned the microphone off. Not once did I. Think <laughs> and I've thought about sausage since then. <laughs> I've thought about it. Not. Nope didn't happen i'll I meant, make them christmas eve i make them christmas eve and then i'll be like oh yeah oh, that yeah. recipe and then i will have christmas the most distracting day of the of whole the entire year
1: year yeah this is how many sausage balls i had on my table um, Ooh, i thought you were gonna say on your plate <laughs> <laughs> oh no i just showed her a tray a large <laughs> tray
0: no 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 it was all the sausage balls and i was like oh get it girl
1: Protein. I know. I'm like <laughs> looking at this image. I'm like, there is 5,000 calories on this plate and at least 500 grams of protein minimum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what it's funny that you make that joke because here's the recipe. I recommend these. I will be making these, I will be prepping these Christmas Eve. And I'll prep them the night before Thanksgiving in perpetuity. This is what we're having for breakfast: it's deviled eggs and these sausage balls. All it is nice, and um, of course, I use the Kodiak waffle or pancake powder. Right, it's got more protein. So, mm-hmm. well, and that's just
0: that. That stuff's great.
1: It's so great.
0: I buy that for if you're looking for a. Just like a little extra present or like a family gift. Just buy a big thing at Costco. It'll last... Like if you don't eat pancakes a lot, it'll last you all year. Yeah. And and it you can seriously use it for stuff. Sausage balls, that yeah. kind of thing. It's super good.
1: Um, we go through like one of those consistent. a month, but...
0: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if you eat pancakes a lot... Still a good present
1: (laughs) ever since the girls learned how to make pancakes. That's just, it's been out of control, but so you take, um, I can give you guys measurements too. So you're going to take whatever, but you can use whatever pancake mix you want. It doesn't have to be Kodiak. It can be whatever you want. Um, you're going to use two and a half cups of it and then you're going to do two cups of shredded cheddar. You're going to do a pound of breakfast sausage And a quarter cup of milk. And you're just going to dump that in your KitchenAid Mm -hmm. or you're going to mix it by hand. Um, If you have a KitchenAid, it's worth getting it out for this because I literally just dumped it all in my little mixer and let it go for a couple minutes. And then you roll them into whatever size balls you want and you bake them in the oven the next morning. It was like 350 for like 20 minutes until it was on a sheet pan until it was at, at temp. So, and it was so good. Everybody loved him. Um, it was so easy. So I was able to just wake up Thanksgiving morning and just pop them in the oven. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So there's your sausage, yeah, balls, everybody. There you go. There, there you are. go. <laughs> they're <Yeah>. delicious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. You really came through. Yeah. Um, For me. <laughs> I was going to tell you. I actually don't have well we kind of talked about my Thanksgiving before we pressed mm-hmm. play. But um pressed play, that's not mm. right, but you get what I mean. It works. Um but what I did have is a story, a post Thanksgiving story that happened I was going to I was about to sit down and kind of get my finalized thoughts together for these episodes. Um and I put some Scooby-Doo on for Georgia. If you can hear it in the background, that's I what can't. you're hearing. <laughs> um, but um, I was like, okay, going to kind of think a little bit, throw some stuff in the la- in the washer, and then I'm going to get my thoughts together. So I grabbed this big pile of clothes in the bathroom that my husband typically uses i just realized i might sound like i'm outing my husband in this story because he just leaves his clothes there and that's fine it's yeah it's fine it's actually
1: fine it's actually fine um, yeah
0: <laughs> except for today it was not fine because i picked up a big thing of um and i'm walking oh, no. and then all of a sudden i kind of like look down and look right up and then i was like am i having a visual hallucination <laughs> i was like it's happening Oh, no. Um, and I was like looking where I saw it and I was like, oh, no, I don't, I'm not seeing anything. And then I see a large cockroach. Like kind of hiding under the molding at one spot. And I was like, no, no. Matthew's not here. No, Matthew's not here. I'm by myself with Georgia. <laughs> so I see it and then I go, no. And then it, of course, because it's evil and wicked, it hears that I'm afraid. Yes. And it decides to run and hide somewhere where I can never find it. So it hides under it runs under a little ottoman. And I was like, What do I do?
1: What I don't do I know? Do? You grab a
0: shoe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call
1: Hannah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Perfect. That's what I would do too. I would take a picture. Which,
0: <laughs> they're the friends that you were referencing. Yes that you had Thanksgiving with for many a year. I had Thanksgiving with them because they are also transplants to the same town. And so we're hanging out. They just live right down the street from us. And I was like, they, and they have a vast background in pest control. Yes. Which isn't necessary. That's not a necessary part of taking care of a cockroach for someone, but it helps. It's helpful. Because it's like, This person will grab them, like they'll take care of it. And so Hannah immediately recommends, here I go, I'm going to recommend it to all of you in case you never thought of it, a vacuum attachment. So if you see a cockroach hide, or if you see one, you grab your vacuum, you turn it on, you try to get the cockroach out, and then you just suck it up the vacuum, and you let your husband deal with it later. Yes. (laughs) Because that's a boy job, right? Right.
1: One hundred percent.
0: In our house, the men do not necessarily have to put their clothes in a hamper. That's but, fine, but but in our house, <laughs> they do necessarily have to take care of cockroaches. Yes. Anyway, my husband did not have to do that today because Dallas and Hannah came over and <laughs> took care of it for me. I did suck it up with the vacuum. I was proud of myself. Good job. So they helped me flip the ottoman because that was the big thing. Is I was like, I'm "Your not gonna ottoman is ottoman. big, yeah. It's gonna go running, and then I'm not gonna have the vacuum in my hand, and then it's gonna hide again, and then yes." So based stopped what they were doing, and they came and um, I love them. Just served the body, yes. <laughs> by because I, I I sucked it up in there. I was very proud of myself for being able to do that because I kind of cockroaches is the only it's really the only thing that i get this way about where i'm just like okay
1: if it was a large spider would you would have felt differently yeah. oh. no
0: no i can and even if like some i see something a little creepy like a spider i can make myself just like flip the ottoman Ugh. but i couldn't even i was like i can't i can't do it i can't touch the ottoman and then georgia i was like georgia, <laughs> georgia was what? standing up on the couch I told her, if you see it run, just be like, Mom, it's over there. And so she kept saying, It's over there. It's over yeah.
1: there. There yeah. it is. Yeah, Mom, she's there it is. Yes. Her imagination's running wild. <laughs> yeah. So but it's not. It's not over yeah. there.
0: And I had told her out I, w- I had the foresight to tell her, Mom, nothing dangerous is happening. Mom is just a huge wuss. <laughs> and I might scream, but everything's fine. <laughs>
1: I am so the opposite. But, a cockroach, <laughs> I would be, I would be very like aggressive with. Like I would be like flipping the ottoman. Oh, okay. A, a big old spider? No, no. I'd be standing. Okay. I'd be standing on the couch, seeing things. Okay. I, I don't want the spider. That's the mm, no, mm, no. Yeah, I'll step okay, on a well, cockroach, I mean, but a spider, absolutely not.
0: No. I can't even pick up a dead cockroach because of the crunch I don't know what it is about these well I do know what it is because they're wicked they're disgusting they're They're evil they're evil
1: nasty yeah but anyway Um, so I love that that was what that was what I did instead of I miss Dallas and Hannah so much and I love that they came and rescued you from a conqueror yeah
0: well at first she was like try the vacuum call us back if you if you need us to come over I went to tech to text her and be like you have to come over, and it, there was already a text there that said,
1: "I'm on my way." We're on our
0: way. We're yeah. coming over. And then they took the bag. They emptied the vacuum cleaner into yeah. a bag. Yeah. And took the bag, and they're going to throw it away.
1: Yes, yeah, somewhere far away.
0: business, not yeah. in my trash can.
1: Yes, I know. Um, one time, I had a pest control company that I paid. Because my old house was so full of ants that like, if we didn't do it, we literally like wouldn't have been able to live there. And, uh, they could never get the ants out of my pantry. And it was so frustrating. And then when I met Hannah, I told her, I was like, Hey, like this, she was like, Oh, I work in pest control. And I'm like, the pest control sucks. (laughs) Like, there's so many ants. And she was like, show me, show me, show me your pantry. <laughs> and she literally looked at my pantry and she was like, no, this is easy. Like, went out to her car, came back, did like three things. I lived there for another three years and never saw another ant in my pantry. So they get it done. <laughs> get
0: it. Everybody needs the those friends. Yes. This is the body. Yes. Get it done. Show up. Not even... Get your phone and text them. Just get your phone and you already see the message that they're on their way. This is it, you guys. I love it. Find a good church.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, and then don't move across the country is the second piece of advice yeah, I have for I you. Know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a different story. Okay, um, you guys can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. Um, let's see, what do we have going on? I mean, it's the holiday season. We're firmly, firmly seasoning it up right now.
0: Yeah. I feel like at this point, I mean, where are we at here?
1: I think is today, it, I think it's is the it 11th. it like the
0: 8th, 11th? Okay. The
1: 11th. So we got mean, some time before Christmas.
0: But yeah, we're, I mean, we're here. This is, it's kind of go time. If you haven't bought presents yet, do that today
1: um it's getting late
0: yeah the moral of the story if if you haven't planned your menu yet if you haven't bought a few things and stored them away
1: start it now get your sausage ball ingredients i hope Mm -hmm. future me has been like Reading our advent book. I hope I'm on it. Like, yeah, I'm praying for future me right now. Yes, yeah, is she listening to this going, haha, past me was hilarious? I don't know. Um, I'm deep in the middle of ransom going from two to one nap. It's not going right, not going. He went to bed before 6 p.m. last night. It's not going. (laughs) Um, so I won't even tell you when I was up this morning, but we're not. I hope future me has survived the nap transition. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) maybe we should talk about, no, we're talking about grieving. That's what we're talking about. I'm not, I'm not grieving over this. That's, I promise you, everybody, it's unrelated. This Um, is always
0: a weird topic to, you guys know, if you've been here for any length of time, we always give this little disclaimer. mm -hmm. Some topics are not easy to transition to. No no so, they're not I mean you know,
1: yeah <laughs> something I love is that we had my my dad on the first year we did uh-huh. a, any sort of holiday anything to talk about grieving it's actually pretty um good he's good on the topic um you know yeah. most pastors are most past I think pastors if you got a good pastor he uh he's been around grief. And, you know, I think too, one reason that this topic is hard to talk about is most people don't think they ever should be around grief or like just, Mm. that's just, and, you know, something I find myself saying to my kids a lot is like, Hey, life has sorrow, you know, life has sorrow in it. And, um, the holidays are the time that everybody wants to really think about it. And I get it because the holidays bring that up. The holiday reminds you of things that you might not have. And I, I do think we should be very cautious not to my dad's advice is if you ever have family drama or you ever want to confront somebody, don't do it between the last two weeks of November (laughs) and the first week of January, because it's not going to go like it. This is not the time of year to this just not. And every everything is like punched up. Everything is like more intense. And this is not the time of year. So anyway, um, what uh, do you want me to start? Or do you want to start? I have a couple thoughts of just how like what does Jesus have to do? What does the incarnation have to do um, with grief? And grieving, all of us are going to be grieving at some point in our life. You might be grieving right now. You might need to be prepared to grieve yeah. in the future. It's a totally appropriate thing to prepare yourself for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting because we will all, if if we haven't had one or are having one right now, uh, we will all have a first Christmas without someone that we really love and that we've always had Christmas with. We will always, um, we will, there there are plenty of people out there that are having, not having the Christmas they expected. And I don't just mean like their expectations were too high. Like they, what I mean is when, you know, we were just talking about future me and past me, it's like, oh, well, when I woke up on November 1st, I didn't realize this was going to happen when I woke up, you know, and so because of just what we're celebrating this time of year and because those celebrations involve happiness and flowing drink and food and being with family, you just, you're sort of confronted with what you thought, what your past self thought (laughs) um, Christmas would be like, um, or just even if it's not specifically Christmas, just kind of You know, maybe your expectation was that you would just be with all your family and now you're not. Or maybe your expectation is that you'd have another baby and that's not the case. Or your expectation, you know, whatever, whatever that, whatever it might, it might be maybe last January you were like, you know this year is the year I'm going to get married and I'll have a family of my own to celebrate with. And that's not happening and it's never happened. And it seems like it's taking a very long time. And um, so, yeah, I think that it's just, it seems like we always talk about this, this time of year because it kind of goes hand in hand, sort of hard to separate the two. But I also do think just I guess as a, you can, I'll let you go first, but one little thought to just sort of kick us off is just that, you know, there's sort of this counterpart to the celebration. It's like, there is no celebration of the coming Messiah without a time when he wasn't and the world was in sin without a Messiah. (laughs) And so there is kind of this this part of um there isn't any in there isn't any real celebrating the incarnation without the acknowledgement that sin happened and came into the world and and we have grief. Um so do you know I'm not not talking about like yin and yang or anything like that. <laughs> no. We're not getting mystic on you, but <clears throat> no. uh, yeah, there's just a part of it. It It is sort of, it really is grief and brokenness are built in to the story of the incarnation. It's the incarnation is a response to grief. Yes. So
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the gospel of Jesus is coming and the gospel is the message for people who needed a savior. So I think um if you're grieving this time of year and I have been before um I would say that something to hold on to is that ultimately your greatest need has been met in Christ and in his life. And if he hadn't if he hadn't have done that then there actually would be no hope. So we i think we touched on it last week the old testament saints they had this like expectation this like looking forward that they were doing in hope and in faith that christ was going to come and that this prophecy was going to be fulfilled and that their their messiah was coming and we look back on it like it's just been a given our whole lives that that something that happened and i think for us it's sometimes easy to it is not sometimes it is very easy to be really kind of apathetic to that because it's just been a given. Especially if you grew up in the church your whole life, you're just like yeah, this is a given, but I think um something to lean on it during the season is the fact that his incarnation actually practically impacts your grief and the way that you look forward to hope. So whether it's loneliness, whether it's the loss of someone, whether it's like you listed a whole bunch of things, whatever those, I don't need to listen again. Like in any of those situations, you can look forward in hope because this is the worst your life is ever going to be. <laughs> like you can actually know that if you're mm-hmm. a Christian, like whatever is going on, whatever pain there is, it actually is not eternal because Christ right. came and he put on flesh. Yeah. And so the last thing I want to leave you with is this, like, um, wonderful clo- quote from Clement of Alexandria, which is an early church father. And then, like, I love that he's named Clement. It makes me think of my dad because my dad loves Clement of Alexandria. But then also I named one of my kids Clementine. So it just, like, yeah. whenever I see something by him, I'm like, oh, I'm going to read that real quick because it has something to do with me. I just know it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell myself anyway. <laughs> Um, He says for this, he clothed himself with man for this. He voluntarily subjected himself to the experience of men that by bringing himself to the measure of our weakness, whom he loved, he might correspondingly bring us to the measure of his own strength. So I don't know. Take that with you. I'm going to take it with me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. um, uh, I think the, so really my main the main things I was thinking about, uh, you picked a quote. So we're kinda of going like practical, like yeah. here's this, put it in your pocket and yes. use it. <laughs> Take it with you. And I and I was thinking just about um hymns mm. and just what a source of well, I think often when you're talking about grief and everything that kind of flows and comes from that sometimes it's helpful to not have to to create unique new words and it's just easy to just pray or sing something that's already done (laughs) you don't have to and you know if your (laughs) voice kind of if your voice is cracking while you're singing it uh you just kind of keep going and um if you're just silently (laughs) listening to it while you do other things, um, that is an option too. Um, And so I just had a few, I had some song, I had some hymn recommendations and then there are two songs that I consider to be, more modern songs, but that are theologically sound. And you may have some opinions about the person that wrote them, but the content of yeah. the songs are very Good. solid. Yeah. Uh, so um, the hymns that I was going to recommend were uh, Tis So Sweet.
1: Mm, yes. Uh,
0: Dear, Dear Refuge of My Weary Soul. Mm-hmm. And then come thou long expected Jesus. And I picked that one because it's a Christmas one. Um, but it's, t- it's, it's written from the perspective of this anticipation, this, uh, the perspective is that he's coming. Um, and so uh, it's kind of written from the other side a little bit, though. It we can anticipate another
1: coming too. That's okay. Yes, there we go. There we go.
0: Um, and, um, the two that I, the two that are not like old hymns, but is, a uh, so Christ, our hope in life and death and, um, Lord from sorrows deep, I call. Ooh. Yes. And so, uh, those are both good, but sometimes when you are melting or deconstructing or whatever, <laughs>
1: melting sometimes sometimes (laughs) you just
0: can you know turn on a song and sing your way through it and you know maybe one week you get six words yeah (laughs) in the whole song and then maybe one week you can even sing the whole thing smiling um and you know and that's just how it goes but uh there is nothing quite like uh, faithful music uh, yeah. that will soothe your soul. Um, yeah. And I think just even at this time of year, like singing is a theme. So if, if your very best celebratory song is a hymn sung from a heart of deep grief you're still celebrating. <laughs> you know what Her- I mean? Yeah.
1: You're doing what the Herald angels are doing. So it's yes, okay. Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, and then uh, the, the other last thing I had just, um, man, we'll see if I can, uh, my voice cracks a little bit, but, um, I just had wrote down, um, that, uh, Ooh. Even when I wrote this down, I was like, you're making <laughs> oh, no. a mistake, Joy. You're making a mistake. It's not. Uh, but it's I not. just I just wrote down that um that God makes broken things whole. And that just goes back to what you were talking about, like that's kind of the whole point of the incarnation. And that's obviously on a very broad like whole total timeline of the whole earth type of thing. Um, But we also (laughs) see that, that ringing in our everyday lives. We see people, we see people who have grieved. Um, We see um, people who have lost family members uh, being remarried, people who have longed for children, having children, people like, people who are lost and dying and dead spiritually being saved and brought into new life and given a new heart. And so that's just like, that's, that's kind of one of the main things that one of the main themes of all of this is that it's broken. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fix it. Yeah. And so just know that like, that's a part of this season too. It's, and it's a part of it all.
1: So yeah that's it it's true you guys that's it leave us a voicemail (laughs) 470-465-0475 we're not done with our incarnation thoughts for the month um i want to know i want to know what everybody's favorite hymn for the grieving is so that is
0: great like
1: leave that in a comment or send it in a voicemail. I don't care. I, I want I'm curious because I really liked your recommendations and I think, I think we all might have some because immediately when oh, you said, yeah. here's mine, I'm like, Oh, here's mine. I know. I already know. Right. So yeah. leave them in a comment and that's it. We'll see y'all next week.
0: See ya. But
1: if the Lord had not our right maintained And if the Lord had not with us remained When cruel men against
0: us rose to strive We surely have been swallowed up alive